deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. I'm sorry, I, I'm trying not to giggle through the whole episode, but... No, I doubt if you'll giggle through this episode, because this shit's gonna be grim. Hello and welcome to the Inept Super Villains Podcast. This is the L joined by Heister. I don't know how I feel about that opening. And Ray Ray. I was actually just on the phone telling my friend, I really hope we're able to pull some funny stories together today. <laughs> um, I think we can do an entertaining yet informative show. But it won't be as... I think we could pull it off. Okay. We're awesome, damn it. Uh, jumping right into it. As of this recording on uh, 2.30 on April 4th, 2020, the total cases in the U.S. of the coronavirus, COVID-19, are 277,205 with a death toll of 6,593. Jurisdictions reporting cases are 55, including 50 states, District of Columbia, Puerto Rico, Guam, Northern Marianas, and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Worldwide, coronavirus cases, 1,162,297 with 62,444 deaths and 2,400 and I'm sorry 2,004 how do you say that what what's the 241,742 people recovered today I'm drinking pretty lights by around the Ben brewery it's a Belgian triple L with cranberry I'm drinking Christmas beer People got their Christmas lights up in my neighborhood, you know, trying to make shit a little more hey, festive. Hey, L, what were you drinking last night? <laughs> the Boston Cream <laughs> Stout. <laughs> you laugh at Cream Stout? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> oh. I'm, basically... I'm just going to start singing that Prince song, Cream. <laughs> Cream. Um, I'm basically, I'm 12 years top. old. And, and we went from L drinking the old fashions, which throws me into a <laughs> giggle snort fit for like five minutes. <laughs> oh, God. To the uh, cream pie. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. It was a, gr- a Boston cream pie stout. I've got a brown butter caramel frappuccino with caramel baileys. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Better sounding of the things you concoct over there. (laughs) All right. Back to uh, the info. Hospitals are understaffed, underfunded, and ill-equipped to handle a pandemic. Has anyone seen those uh, reports from nurses those videos they're posting yeah, or interviews yeah. they do during on podcasts, they're fucking terrifying. Um, I watched a few and then I had to stop because my sister is a nurse. 
a lot of my friends mm. are nurses and work in the medical field and are paramedics and EMTs and doctors. And so I've had to um, kind of result to, I basically just dived headfirst into shit posting and I scroll past everything that's upsetting because I don't know how else to cope right now. That uh, humor is a coping me- mechanism. So you did the right thing. Yeah. Um, they're trying what, to what bring... It, I'm sorry? I'm sorry. What What is that meme where it's like my need to be informed is like at odds with my need to re- keep my sanity or something like yes, that? Yes, exactly. And that's kind of where most of us have been for the last three or four years. Um, but this has yes. just reached a whole new level of what the fuck is happening. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to get people to come out of retirement. Yeah, just what we need. Older people... Mm being around the sick people with <clears throat> proper uh, gear to prevent us uh, the spread of infection. And they're trying to get nursing students to come up for jobs they are qualified for. Shit. Yeah. Um, it's pretty scary. I'm having friends tell me that they are unable to get the protective gear that they need, that they're unable to get face masks. And visors, you know, you can't have mm-hmm. sick people coughing in your eyeballs either. That's not going to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this is in no small part thanks to capitalism and Trump disbanding the branch of the NSA charged with monitoring and responding to such emergencies. Because it was created by Obama, <clears throat> who saw previous coronaviruses like SARS, H1N1, and the Ebola virus show up and knew that something like it this was going to happen eventually. Of course, he takes responsibility for nothing. Yeah, it's all Obama's fault still somehow years after he had done what he was supposed to do and left everything perfect when he stepped out of office. He he very nearly did. But somebody had to undo shit. He couldn't just let shit be and take credit for it. Uh, according to the New York Times, President Trump left a nine-day sequester in the White House uh, last week to travel to Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia, to personally see the Navy hospital ship, the USNS Comfort, off as it sailed to New York. It was supposed to handle non-COVID-19 cases and holds 1,000 beds and a, sta- a crew of 1,200 people. But only 20 patients were transferred there due to the government rules and bureaucracy stating what can and can't be treated on the ship. So yeah, all this fanfare and it was cheered as it arrived and nobody can really use it. Uh, According to Michael Dowling, the head of Northwell Health in New York, uh, New York's largest hospital system, he says, quote, if I'm blunt, about it it's a joke thank you for putting up these wonderful places and opening these cavernous halls but we're in crisis here we're in a battlefield another navy hospital the usns mercy docked in los angeles and has about 15 patients basically it was all a pr stunt did you hear about what happened with the one in san pedro los angeles yeah that was the mercy (laughs) Yeah. This whole thing is just so surreal. Like, 
it's obviously happening. I can see it on my drive to work being one of like 20 cars on the road every morning because I'm essential. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, it's definitely happening. Walmart looks like it's set up for the apocalypse. There's carts blocking all the different entrances so they can funnel you in one way and funnel you back out the other way in preparation for people trying to come and get food and groceries and paper products. Mm -hmm. So. Which reminds me, I gotta order some. I, I'm I'm going slightly off track here, but can we at long last abolish this idea of American fucking exceptional exceptionalism? Because that has always been a lie, but no more obvious than now. I, oh yeah, I want us to stop looking. There's no such thing as unskilled labor. Those same people no. that were getting looked down on for working in restaurants and retail are now being lauded as heroes. They don't want your clapping and your cheering. They want, you know, paid sick leave. They want a hazard pay, you know, take care of them. But yeah, Kroger has announced that they are doing paid sick leave now. And a few other places have bumped up their pay significantly for their people. But it still could be a lot better. But when this is all over, we cannot, absolutely cannot go back to thinking that... Normal. Yeah, we can't go back to saying that you're supposed to be able to survive on $10 an hour because you work at McDonald's and that's unskilled labor. That's one or, of the few places you can get food right now is through drive throughs or, or the old belief that, hey, you, you want more money, you need to get a better job, you loser. Yep. But now those are the people you need. Exactly. Uh, I saw a meme and people have been spray painting it in different languages around the world <clears throat> uh, saying we can't go back to normal. Normal is what got us here. Exactly. Yep. Um, as High uh, said, American exceptionalism should be done away with. And I think uh, American fecklessness should replace it. Yeah. Yeah. Another feckless shit in the White House. Jared Kushner declared on Thursday that the stockpiles of much-needed supplies governors were requesting to help with the coronavirus weren't actually meant for states. What are they meant for? Does he have, like, a whole other country somewhere that he's hiding up his sleeve? According to uh, the dude that married into a shittier family than the one he came from, which says a lot, (laughs) the notion of federal stockpile was it was supposed to be our stockpile, Kushner said. It's not supposed to be states' stockpiles that they they then use. The federal is the combination of all the states, you dickweed. It's there to help. The federal was... Oh, God. As as our governor <coughs> said said here, it's the United States of America. Yes. Oh, she went off. She was. Oh, that's our mayor. Oh, that's your mayor. Uh, our, our, governor, our governor. J. Oh, uh, B. Pritzker. Yeah. Um, they 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 weren't having it. They were not having it. I feel like he uh-uh. was really restrained. He was very polite about the whole thing. I would have been livid. Uh, Pritzker is a soft spoken. Guy, I don't completely trust him, but he's doing a good job so far. Yeah, yeah. Our governor. I mean, he's a billionaire. I I, I don't trust him instinctively. No, uh, he, he he wouldn't have been my choice for governor, but considering the guy we had before, I mean, 
Mm, yeah. Guys, you um, want to hear about our governor here real quick and how he's responding? Go governor motherfucking drop a doocy. I hate this man. So he finally orders the stay in place. I think it was last week I got my travel paper. Or no, I got them this week. At any rate, saying that only essential businesses need to be open. And at first we were excited because nobody in Arizona is taking this very seriously up until about a week ago. Um, but you know what kind of businesses he listed as essential outside of the regulars, you know, food, groceries, hospitals, things like that. Nail salons, hair salons, and golf courses are considered essential because he's got uh, some kind of vested interest in all three of those businesses. Jesus fucking Christ. So, Nail salons and yes, hair salons. Yes, are considered Those are going right to be now. hotbeds for contamination. So I don't know if you guys know this about Arizona, but we have what they call snowbirds, meaning people from northern states, older people, 70 and up, migrate down here every winter. They are afraid oh, yeah. to go home because the northern states are getting rocked right now. So mm-hmm. what's going to end up happening is because Governor Ducey is not responding in a way that he should is we're going to have a bunch of he's going to kill his whole voting base off essentially is what's going to happen they're still playing pickleball they're still playing golf with each other they're still parting it up at their little you know um retirement villages because he says it's fine go get your hair done go get your nails done grandma it's okay all right this wasn't part of what i had set up to talk about even though i should have but it, I, 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 we only got so much time. Right. But I've recently seen articles about where places where the rich can go. There's one place in Northern California where they're planning to go. <laughs> and, you know, you get tested for COVID on the way in. And, you know, they don't let anybody who tests positive in. And it's like thousands of dollars a week to stay there. And like guards and shit. So basically, they're all going to pass around herpes and chlamydia and chlamydia and all that shit. But also, um, in uh, New York, the rich in Manhattan are uh, hiring armed guards. Jesus Christ. They're afraid of a purge type situation. Yeah. Um, That's a big issue and something else I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Uh, but back to what we were saying. Also, I really need a haircut. Uh, what uh, Kushner said was bullshit on a number of levels. But after this was called out and even the government's website showing he was wrong, they amended the fucking website to reflect what Kushner said. It was the whole press conference he was giving was basically him patting him and the uh, administration patting themselves on the back for claiming, quote, we've done things that the federal government has never done before, quicker than they've ever done before, which probably means shutting down EPA regulations, stripping natives of American resource, uh, uh, reserved land, and uh, stripping away of personal individual freedoms. (sighs) But there are some heroes out there. This is fine. <laughs> there are yeah. some heroes out there. This is normal. Uh, ABC News reports the Navy announced that it has relieved the captain who sounded the alarm about an outbreak of COVID-19 aboard the USS Theodore Roosevelt. Uh, captain Brett Cozier, 
who commanded the Roosevelt, an aircraft carrier with a crew of nearly 5,000, was relieved of his command Thursday. But he will keep his rank and remain in the Navy. Uh, Speaking at a news conference on Thursday evening, Acting Secretary... Acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley, why do you have an acting Navy? Why haven't you put somebody permanently in that position yet? Oh yeah, because the yeah, it's, it's, it's like sorry. all all of this, all the people he has are all acting because he's fired all of the qualified people. Yeah, uh, but uh, Acting Navy Secretary Thomas Modley said Crozier was removed from his post because he sent the letter over quote, non-secure, unclassified mail to a, quote, broad o- array of people rather than up to chain of command. So in other uh, words, he saved a bunch of lives but made them look bad. Uh, c- according to Modley, I have no doubt in my mind that Captain Cozier did what he thought was in the best interest and safety and well-being of his crew. Unfortunately, it did the opposite. It unnecessarily raised the alarm of families of our sailors and Marines with no plans to address those concerns. Uh, Captain Crozier was cheered by his seamen as he disembarked the USS Theater Roosevelt. <laughs> you seamen. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're no, not. No, I threw that in there. I could have said his crew, but I, I'm like, who's going to take it? I'm surprised it wasn't me this time, honestly. I actually thought it was. But your face was more on the story. Uh, There are many who say he knew what he was doing by raising the alarm the the way he did. Mm -hmm. That he was protecting his... He was protecting all the Navy. Yeah. All the people living on those floating cities. Sorry, hi? They, they would have just suppressed it. They would have just, just hidden it. They would have swept yeah. it under the rug, and he felt like he did what he needed to do to protect everybody under his command. And so hats off to you, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll keep his rank and pay and everything. He just doesn't command the USS Theodore Roosevelt. That, uh, that's got to hurt, though. It, he it's knew what he was hurt, doing. But have you seen how close the quarters are on those... Those vessels. I can't. Like, I, I get anxiety just trying to look at the picture. I I wouldn't want to be on there around this time either. Like, no, no thanks. When I was in San Diego a couple of years ago, they have a uh, one a decommissioned aircraft carrier there, uh, one of the smaller ones, but still pretty goddamn big. And you were able to walk around through it and through the quarters. And I'm like, man, I can't live like this. No, mm, I won't do it. I won't get on those ships. It's too claustrophobic. Yeah, no, you got to be a special person. Who, who in a submarine? Fuck. Mm, uh, oh no, yeah. fuck that noise. No. Yeah, like no like way. if you've ever there, there's the submarine that's at the uh, Museum of Science and Industry here. Yeah, and I know it's older, but I remember even as a kid going through there, like this is really small. This is yeah. not what I expected. Yeah. Yeah, submarines are bigger now, but that, yeah, they, you, the quarters are still small. They just hold more people. Um, speaking of people paying the cost for doing what's right, Dr. Anthony Fossey, the country's top medical expert on the coronavirus, on, on uh, coronavirus pandemics, this is uh, according to CNN, uh, reports that 
he has been receiving death threats and they've had to up his security detail with uh, U.S. Marshals and D and uh, HHS officers. Why? <sighs> I, Honestly, it could be because he laughed at Trump in public. It could be because people still think the coronavirus is fake. It could be those lunatic ass um, QAnon motherfuckers. I... I mean, we all laugh at Trump in public and private, like constantly. The man's a joke. How how are you supposed to not laugh at him? There's a, there, there are those there, who take this fucker seriously. There there are people that project themselves onto him, and when you're laughing at him, you're laughing at them. Mm-hmm. Like, that let's, is let's, just let's be honest. weird. That That's really my weird. president. <laughs> Because he's he's everything they want to be. He's openly racist. He has all the money that he could ever want. Supposedly, you know, he would supposedly he allegedly. But he wouldn't piss on them if they were on fire. Like I don't nope. understand these people. But they see him as uh, Jesus, which is a whole yeah. different conversation. Yeah, I ain't touching that shit. <laughs> Speaking of Jesus, oh God. Fox News five out of DC reports. Tampa megachurch pastor arrested <laughs> after leading packed services despite safer at home orders. <laughs> Come on, y'all, don't laugh. He probably views himself as being persecuted. I, no, I'm going to laugh at him. <clears throat> and if Excuse he were in front mom. of me, I would actually rudely, with both fingers, point while I laughed. Maybe even snort a few times. Howard Brown, age 58, turned himself in on Monday. Excuse me, afternoon after Sheriff Chad Cronister and state's attorney Andrew Warren on Monday announced an arrest warrant had been issued for charges of unlawful assembly and violating public health emergency rules of isolation and quarantine. Howard Brown was released 40 minutes later after posting a $500 bond. Mind you, this is a mega church due, so he basically paid pennies. I I I thought they had just like broken in. I just pictured like people rappelling down from the ceiling. <laughs> that would have been much cooler. That that would have been really awesome, but you know. Like like a like one of those grenades like rolling down the aisle and people are like, What's going on? So Flashbang. Yeah. You know what <laughs> You know what I'll never understand about these religious types? So they always say God will provide, but then when God tries to provide through science, <laughs> they reject it. So like you've got all these scientists and doctors telling you not to be within six feet of other people and they're still going to church because God's going to protect them and he will provide. Never really thinking about the fact that maybe he did and they're slamming the door in his face and they're going to die a terrible death on a ventilator they if they listen- can get one. They'll listen but, to their religious leader first who wants those people there so he can get their contributions. Also, they don't think of science as being part of God. They think of science as being an affront to God. But why wouldn't you look at it as a gift that he's given you to... Why Why help? are you expecting logic out of people? Oh, you're right. Well, see, that's something people keep reminding me of, and it really hurts my soul, which is probably why I push it out of my head. But common sense... It's not all that common, and no. I should know. I'm 
I'm approaching 40, but I still can't quite wrap my head around the fact that there are people that stupid that exist. You want to know how he was caught? How? How did how they knew he had 400 people in a church? Did he do it online? Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> It's like you have the technology to reach your people. Right. Why did you need to do this? Because he had to get the people who don't go online money. Well, be, oh, yeah, he needed God. to. He couldn't physically pass around that basket. Exactly. So yeah, charging him, finding him five hundred bucks was wasn't nothing. He'll he'll turn that into saying he was persecuted. Yeah. Well, we'll see how persecuted he feels when. His loved ones are trying to find a black market ventilator for his ass. Nah, he's pretty rich. He could probably get a good one. I saw earlier. something earlier today, but it was uh, on the on the Daily Mail, so I'm not sure how true it was. But China is supposedly sending Andrew Cuomo a thousand ventilators. They probably are because they've been offering to help along with Cuba, but we don't want to take yeah. Cuba's help. Yeah, of course yeah. not. Guys, okay, no. then. Uh, no, we got enough doctors. Just you know, just cashed out the bottle. I'll get to the racism later. Speaking of religious fuckheads, Jerry Falwell Jr., according to the Daily Beast, uh, University Liberty University reopened part- its campus partially amid Kurt, the uh, coronavirus pandemic, and about a dozen students came down sick. I thought he died. No, this is Jerry Falwell Jr. Oh. Huge oh. Trump supporter. Yeah. Why won't... Also, probably him and his wife are swingers, and they're paying their, an ex-pool boy or towel boy from someplace money to... They bought him a hostel in Miami. Yeah. And Falwell reportedly likes to show pe- people pictures of his wife and how hot she is. I mean, she ain't super hot. I mean, I would, but... I'm nasty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I shouldn't be drinking 9% alcohol per volume beer, should I? Um, What was it? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck logic. Oh, what was Um, the other guy that, that the president had invited to give his... Oh, the My My Pillow guy. Apparently yeah. got on air and told everybody during a, a White House press press conference that we just needed to pray the Rona away. It's it's not super what he said, but that was kind of the gist. See, people tried to defend the fact that he opened up his pillow factories to making masks and shit. But he went up there and said, since prayer was taken out of schools, we all need to do more prayer. So he was pushing for a religious state. And since we can't have a religious state, we got to up the religion. And I'm like, do you not realize what he's saying? It's fucking dangerous. No. One guy on my Facebook feed was trying to defend him. I'm like, do you not see this? What he's trying to push? I need everybody to read, not watch the show. Damn it. Read the actual book. It's not even that big. Margaret Atwood's. The Handmaid's Tale, because I swear to you, I'm watching the whole thing come together. Don't look at me like I say this. I say this as a aspiring writer. I write, just not professionally. Mm -hmm. You you have to study people 
in order to write people. Right. I mean, uh, Anne Rain understood people. She just had a twisted, a different view on them, but she understood people. That's why 1984 and all these books are pertinent. Why movies like like a lot of the future sci-fi dystopian movies are pertinent. I'm like, no, these people actually look at people and go, hey, this is where we're headed. I've been yeah. saying it for years. Like, I seriously, with the first time I saw Idiocracy, I looked at my friend dead in the eye and said, we're going to be there in about 10 years and guess how long ago it was. 11. Yeah, that's about It was right. 11 years yeah. ago. I said, this is going to be where we are and we're headed there real fast. Uh, on a less serious note, the my pillow guy looks like he has bodies in his basement. <laughs> I have never trusted that guy. Even before I knew what his politics were, when I'd see him in ads, it's like, that guy is creepy as fuck. If I had have known He's... what he looked like, I would have never bought one of his pillows. And I definitely didn't know about the politics, but it was a $50 pillow, so I'm going to keep using it. He, he he was on the ads for it. I never yeah. saw the ads. It was a Christmas present. Oh, oh, it was a present. Never mind. Yeah. But I mean, I would have never accepted it if I knew what he looked like. I would have said, no, I don't want this. It's probably made with people's faces or something. You know, he's an ex-crack addict. What? I can believe it. Wait, where did... Yeah. How did that... Yeah, he's an, he's an ex-crack addict and he went holier than thou in his recovery. You know, a lot of recovery programs have you throw into right. religion. and yeah. yeah, that's... Like higher power and... Yeah, and that's oh, no. why that's that's part of why he thinks Trump's divine and shit like that. Yeah, he gave yeah. handies for crack. Oh no, Most we likely. don't know he gave handies. He for probably crack. did. He might have sucked the dick. We don't know. Oh god, <laughs> why? Why would you make us picture that? I, I mean, it should get rough. I give out handies behind a Seven Eleven for a meal or two. <laughs> His mustache is too bushy. That would have gotten in the way of Look, the, the I, jobs. I don't. I don't see that working. I tried to come in a little on the medium road, and then <laughs> you had to just slide right under me through the gutter. I thought I was being. More that sounded polite. nasty. <laughs> you know what? And sorry, I see you as a sister. I and your mind is often in the gutter, but I will never refer to you as the gutter. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm glad everybody's laughing because it's about to get dark again. Oh, oh man. man. Um, CBS News reports. Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte orders police and military to kill citizens who defied the coronavirus lockdown. Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Okay, I'm not going to lie. When I saw that headline the first time, I might have had half a chuckle because I'm like, Okay, gangster, but then it sank in, and yeah, that's just terrible. Uh, in the Philippines, the 57 million residents of the country's mainland island, Luzon, are under strict lockdown orders to prevent the spread of COVID-19. Despite that, many in Manila slums took to the street on Wednesday to protest a lack of supplies, arguing they had not received any food packs since the lockdown started two weeks ago. Oh, no. 
Local government refuted those claims and clashed with protesters, ultimately arresting 20 people who refused to return home. Later that night, Philippine President Rodrigo Duterte took to the airwaves with a chilling warning for its citizens. Defy the lockdown order and police will shoot you dead. Quote, I will not hesitate. My orders are to the police and military, as well as village officials. If there is any trouble or occasions where there's a there's violence and your lives are in danger, shoot them dead. He said in a mix of Filipino. That's Tagalog, not Filipino. Yeah. Filipino is yeah. a culture, not a language. What the fuck is wrong with you, CBS News? You're normally better than that. <laughs> and English in the televised address. Uh, do not intimidate the government. Do not challenge the government. You will lose. Fuck. He is terrifying. He, he is, is always, fucking stupid. He is always looking for a reason to kill somebody. Right? All because he sucked a few dicks. Oh, well, I yeah, remember he has that. To overcompensate. Yeah, no, I remember. Machismo, that. machismo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in racist coronavirus news, the BBC reports. Don't laugh at the BBC and that because this is racist. Uh, two French. I heard you right. <laughs> two French doctors have been accused of racism after a TV debate in which one suggests trials in Africa to use if a tuberculosis vaccine would prove effective against the coronavirus. Um, Wait, what? Why, why there specifically when he's got a whole country full of people? During the debate on TV channel LCI, Camille Locked, head of research at the Inserm Health Research Group, was talking about a trial in Europe and Australia. Jean-Paul Mira, head of intensive care at Cochin Hospital in Paris, then said, if I can be provocative, shouldn't we be doing this study in Africa where there are no masks, no treatment, no resuscitation? The fuck? What? A, A bit like as it is done elsewhere for some studies on AIDS. In prostitutes, we try things because we know they are highly exposed and they do not protect themselves. Jesus. Um, Let me get this all out, dude. This is rough. Wow. Dr. Mira had earlier questioned whether the study would work as planned on healthcare workers in Europe and Australia because they had access to personal protective equipment to prevent them from catching coronaviruses. You're right, Dr. Locke responded. We are in process of thinking about a study in in parallel in Africa, he said, referencing the trials in countries and other continents. So, yes, they were saying since these places don't have the protections needed, let's test shit on them. Just burn the entire planet down. Not send them the gear they need. Not get them the information they need. Oh, isn't that illegal? Like, that's got to be against the Geneva Convention, right? Or something like you can't just do that. He's, he, he's also speaking of Africa like it's one 
like monolithic it's a continent there's different countries on that continent you know that's something that i've encountered that's really frustrating and i just try to avoid the conversation completely because i get so mad but people there are grown-ass adults walking around thinking that the entire continent of africa is dirt poor with people laying in the gutter starving to death covered by flies like that that's what they think the entire continent is and I, I believe one person told me that they did not want to go try Sudanese food because they don't have food in Sudan. So how can they have a specific cuisine? Like. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Back in America, ABC News Eyewitness 7 reports, and this is something uh, Ray Ray referenced earlier. An engineer deliberately ran a train off the tracks at high speed near port near the port of Los Angeles in an attempt to crash into the USNS Mercy, the uh, naval ship outside of LA, hospital ship. That's I guess he was trying to do his own personal 9/11 with a train. That's the crazy part is, okay, so I know where San Pedro is. I used to go down there and apply to the biker bars when I was looking for bartending work. And the way that he went at it, there was no way he was ever going to reach that ship. I don't, I think the man must have been touched. I, I can't imagine he really thought it was going to work. No, it was really fucking stupid. Um, according to um, the, the, the story, uh, I forgot where I got the story from. And I don't feel like scrolling up because I'm drinking. <laughs> uh, the Pacific Harbor Line train derailed Tuesday running through the end of a track and crashing through barriers, finally coming to rest about 250 yards from the dock naval ship. Federal prosecutors allege train engineer Eduardo Morena, age 44, of San Pedro, intended to hit the ship, saying he thought, quote, it was suspicious, and that he believed, quote, the ship is not what they say it's for. The train crashed into a concrete barrier at the end of the track, smashed through a steel barrier and a chain link fence, slid through one parking lot and then a second lot filled with gravel and hit a second chain link fence. It came to a rest after passing under a ramp leading to the Vincent Thomas Bridge. The train remained in that position Wednesday. No one was injured in the derailment, but the train leaked fuel that required hazmat response. Uh, Authorities say Moreno admitted to crashing the train intentionally, but said he did not plan it out in advance, and it's believed that he acted alone. He allegedly made statements to CHP, you know, the chips. Yeah. Uh, how did they think, Shango? I wasn't born until 83. All the 80s synthetic, synth pop things don't sound the same. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was this electronic. By the way, in case you guys are wondering, CHP officers are the absolute worst. If you're ever in California, try to avoid those guys. They would ticket their own grandmother, just putting it out there. Oh, I, I I believe they're terrible. Yeah, no. Oddly enough, so was the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, although I did watch that um, Mexican t- tele- telenovela that Eric Estrada was on, and he didn't speak Spanish, so they had to have a Spanish coach to <laughs> But I watched oh it because I watched it because of the story. Because you didn't have to understand the language to get it, and also the two chicks in it were fucking hot in the nineties. <laughs> Boy, you found it where you could get it. Anyway, <laughs> authorities say. <laughs> oh, I, see, I read that part. He that he acted alone. He allegedly made statements to a CHP officer that included. You only get this chance once. The whole world is watching. I had to. People don't know what's going on here, but they will. Okay, what's... Officials say video from inside the train's capsules, Moreno holding a lighted flare during the incident. He has been charged with one count of train reckoning, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. Charges carry a maximum penalty of 20 years in a federal prison. Um, usually I'm not for making excuses for these wackadoos, but I really hope somebody tested his competency to stand trial because none of that sounds very level. And I'm wondering if he hears voices or if he's just one of those uh, QAnon people or something. Like, that's just. If, if he's QAnon, that means he's competent to stand trial. Are you yeah. sure? Or if they he's just crazy. one of these Mexican gentlemen that really love Trump, he's competent to stand trial. Uh, Maybe not intellectually, but psychologically. Do you think that's uh, like normal? Cute. Gosh, though? I love beer. I'm sorry. That that's just not the way that. The only reason I'm questioning it is that a five year old could have look at, took a look at that plan and told him it wasn't going to work, and he even said he didn't put any thought into it. So I'm just wondering, like. He, but think about it. He knew enough about the train to get to get within two hundred and fifty feet, or was it yards? I think it was yards. It was yards. Yards. He went through two parking lots. I mean, any determined. He went farther than a motherfucker. He he sounds a lot to me like the gate shooter. Uh, yes, good good one, high. Definitely. So was that guy sane. Yes. Oh. He's he just, just got all just weird information online and ran with it. Oh, my God, guys. I just realized something. All these people, like the Pizzagate guy and this train conductor, do you remember uh, that? What was that horrible website that all the incels came from? 4chan. This is those people, like out in the no. real world. Yeah, those I'm were sorry. some really, really messed up people I'm- on 4chan. I'm sorry, you're wrong. I'm not. I'm not wrong. I'm going to explain why you're wrong. Okay. Are y'all familiar with the Boogaloo? No. No. We can. It, 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 I, I debated on making that the main topic of everything. The Boogaloo. Boogaloo. Is a co-opting of uh, Breaking Two, the Electric Boogaloo, and referencing to Civil War Two Boogaloo. Right wingers and gun nuts are preparing. They think this is the time to start or be in the Second World War. There is a lot of those who think Trump 
socialism. They, they see all these things and think um, it's time for a second or that a second civil war is inevitable. Uh, the it, You may see people posting online stuff about boogaloos. If you're on my Facebook page, you may see my friend Chuck post Boogaloo 2020. Uh, he's a ex-army special forces. See, that's... And, so, huh? It's so weird to me because I knew that's not what you were talking about when you say it, but I come from such a different world that Boogaloo used to be like a uh, rave <laughs> like a yeah boogaloo's dancing it's a co-opting it they, it's they they've been planning for a second civil war and their code for it is boogaloo because you know they have to take stuff from black people like breaking to electric boogaloo and brown people because uh that was a lot of mexican influence too i guess they think special k was enough so they can have some of it too but she was a weak break dancer. But she was really good in the Ninja Three movie. And now I'm on a Wait, 80s rant. <laughs> you never heard of Ninja Three? No. The lady that played Special K in the Breaking series, she uh, played a woman that was possessed by the ghost of a dead ninja that was getting revenge on people in the 1980s movie oh. Ninja Three: The I... Domination. I was born in 80s. It is a fucking amazing movie that I'm saying because I haven't seen it since the 80s. <laughs> I, I could watch it now and be like, wow, this was some hot shit. I, I thought I knew every cheesy 80s movie, but now I have to seek that out. I You don't know the Ninja series? Ninja 1, Ninja 2, Ninja 3, The Domination? I don't. I've never seen them. I was little, guys. Like, not born yet. No, but the lady that played Special K with her fine ass played a female possessed by a ninja and it was all and she was sexy as fucking it too but regardless of what's back to the boogaloo yeah they think civil war 2 how do they really uh, unrhythmic boogaloo this them? time it's unseasoned like honestly how how well <laughs> do they that. think that's going to work out with them for them considering that as time goes by they slowly are becoming the minority um, who like the people who are rooting for a civil war there's... if a civil war happens now oh they've been preparing for this since before Timothy McVeigh tried to set it off so it wasn't called the boogaloo then yeah. but now yeah this is why they are all up in arms and getting guns and everything ready for the boogaloo well, I, I I can't deal with people. This is why when I was a kid, I wanted a cabin in the middle of nowhere with a couple of cats and a dog. Yeah, a, a number of friends of mine throughout the country have been posting military vehicles be, rushing through towns. And I'm like, well, we're entering a rough time. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they're aware of the boogaloo. Although the boogaloo would... These fuck nuts would be in supporting of Trump. Um, I've seen. I mean, I never paid or attention to them, but I have seen army vehicles out here. But there's a training camp somewhere around here. So, yeah, there there are training camps everywhere, and things we probably didn't notice before we are noticing now. But yeah, we're also approaching a time of potential civil unrest. Oh uh, yeah. Um, 
That is a fear that I see a lot of my friends facing right now is if things get much worse, they're worried about looters and whatever. I'm like, yeah, I'm not the one stockpiling stuff, so I'm not really that concerned about it. I know idiots posting that they're ready to start looting. And I'm like, you just posted this on social media, you fucking idiot. I, Why are you so fucking dumb? What? I'm getting mine. I'm taking care of mine and my family. You're going to take your already. ass to jail is what you're going to end up doing. If you're lucky. Right? The thing is, if humans took care of each other, we wouldn't have this problem. And but, I mean, okay, we can have capitalism. But we charge tax, heavily tax the rich and corporations so they can't shit on us royally. That's it's why you it's why Occupy Wall Street happened to get the money out of politics. I'm sorry. No, man. That's the one thing I'm really happy that I've been seeing, at least in my neighborhood, in my area. Um, people have been exceedingly polite and helpful. Um, I went to Trader Joe's. I had to run in there and get food and stuff and wine. <laughs> and um, um, yeah, mm-hmm. everyone was being really nice. This poor lady started crying in line and we're all trying to comfort her, of course, from six feet away, like air pats on the back. Just, you know, the whole community is coming together, which is really nice. I wish we could see this across the U.S., but at least in my little corner of the world, it's it's comforting. In my area, I recently moved over the past weekend, uh, but only 10 blocks away from one neighborhood to another. But in both, people are very friendly. Uh, they're maintaining the six... Uh, even walking up the street, they're maintaining the six... I'm like, not, I think we could pass not, each other. Not in my neighborhood, they're not. They're not maintaining the six feet outside of the park. Oh, yeah. But in some of the other neighborhoods, they're not. A friend of mine had a dude get in her face because she was like, yo, six feet. But this was south side of Chicago where everybody's like aggro yeah. as fuck. I, uh, no matter what their ethnic background is, they're aggro as fuck. <laughs> um, anybody want some positive stories? Because I have gathered a bunch of it was next on the docket positive can i tell you a funny story about awkward exchange at the grocery store real quick sure i was at winco and they had fruit and they had not had fruit in a while and i was really excited so as i'm approaching the oranges to grab a few there's a guy standing there and he's just standing there so i start chatting him up because you know i'm waiting for him to move out of the way so i can grab some oranges and this goes on for a couple of minutes until I realize in the back of my head, he thought I was flirting with him. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so finally I was like, uh, I don't mean to be awkward, bro, but I'm trying to get to the oranges and, you know, six feet social distancing. If you could just, you know, give me a little space, I'm going to slip right by you and grab a few. Poor man's whole face went red. He legitimately thought that I was trying to get his number. Oh, no. I just wanted some oranges. <laughs> All right, Ray. Yeah. You have to realize, you have to remember. No, no, realize, because I understand we all have issues. You're an attractive looking lady and dudes aren't used to women talking to us. I just wanted oranges. And he was probably just like. I know. (laughs) But in some people's mind, you want tangerines as well okay that maybe didn't work listen i know he thought i wanted the vitamin d um but I was <coughs> trying. that's what i should have said thank you 
but I was just trying to get to the Caracara oranges. They looked ripe as fuck. Um, and I realize this quarantine has been hard on everyone. And if he's a single guy, he probably hasn't talked to another female person to person for a while. But y'all need to simmer the hell down. All right. That's actually my next segment. But let me get through these positive mm. COVID stories yes, first. Yes, let's do this. Brooklyn landlord Mario Salerno canceled rent for hundreds of tenants. In the note, he said they were all in it together and to stay safe, help your neighbors, and wash your hands. I love them. Other landlords have done the same. I saw one landlord uh, forgive his a single dad for five months of rent. He's like, oh no, I know he's a good guy and everything and he just... I think he got laid off or something, and he was like, don't worry about it. Five months, we good. The thing is, not every landlord can do this if they have mortgages and the banks aren't cooperating. But if the banks cooperate, then the landlords should also as well. Right. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, they were talking about rent strikes. Well, yeah, but that they didn't take into consideration the fact that, like, our lady, Cindy, still has to pay the property tax. She still has to pay the mortgage. She still has to pay all right. this other stuff, the HOA. If you re- if you find out that your landlord doesn't have to pay their mortgage and you're having a rough time, yeah, don't pay your fucking... Like, I just moved. I can, feel, I can afford my rent. I'm fine. But if I lived here for a considerable amount of time and I got laid off and I knew that they got uh they're, they're, they were given uh relief on their mortgage, I'm like, you ain't gotta pay, I ain't gotta pay. I wish people I don't understand would be honest problem. like that, but <coughs> Nope. A lot of people are taking Capitalism advantage. says no, that doesn't happen. <sighs> uh stores. Some stores are keeping uh essential stock in the back. With notes outside saying, if you're elderly, tell staff you need something. That's we may have it in the back for you. Uh, people are delivering food and supplies to people they know are in isolation and can't get out for health reasons. Musicians like Elton John and a few uh, groups I know like uh, Sasha Dobson, uh, Tessa, Violet. Yeah, I listen to a bunch of different kind of music. Uh, are doing live streams. Oh, yeah. D-Nice had everybody dancing a couple of weeks ago. Yes, some of my DJ friends on Facebook have been live streaming themselves, DJing like on Fridays and Saturday nights. Um, my friend Casey, love you, sweetheart. Casey is doing drag queen story time a couple times a week where she gets all dressed up in drag and reads books to adults and kids alike it's it's been nice do you know her website or facebook group yes well her web page i believe is casey m fish like casey c-a-s-e-y space m is in mary space fish f-i-s-h um send me that i will post it in the show notes yes okay absolutely um a lot of governors have been upping their game. Shout out to them and mayors. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Chicago's mayor Lightfoot <laughs> and her memes that are giving uh, the country life because yes. she got us scared to go outside. <laughs> Did she really lift the bridges on you guys? I didn't hear about her lifting the bridges. Yeah, I saw it on she might have. the other day where she lifted the bridges so because people wouldn't stay inside. So you can't go over a couple of different ones. 
Well, those are really. Yeah. If she did, it, yeah. it would be the ones to go downtown. Probably. Yeah. Which means the only way to get downtown would be through the CTA. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. That would make sense. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to somebody. A number of people are hosting free virtual exercise classes. My friend Andrea Bunch has a Facebook page called Vital Body Yoga and Physical Therapy, and she uh, does a live yoga and workout sessions. Um, she also has a YouTube channel with other content of other yoga and so forth. Uh, she did a core strengthening one. Uh, she posted on her her site uh, a, a schedule of when she will be doing what. And if you can, if you, I, I listen to her. Uh, she also works with Old Town School of Folk Music, and they were doing sing-alongs and band things where people were playing oh, cool. instruments and singing over the internet together. And she also uh, does music classes. Uh, if you can, give to her GoFundMe that's located on her page, and that's the Vital Body Yoga and Physical Therapy. Oh, I love her voice. In- okay, I'm not really flirting with her right now, but... <laughs> I'm just saying, she's saying uh, Whitney Houston's, uh, I want to, I get so emotional and it, 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 I got so emotional, but, um, you know, if I can, shout out. oh, sorry, I was just going to say, if I can get my shit together, I've been meaning because a lot of people have been asking how to bake things when you don't have everything that you need. And so if I can get my shit together, I will start making uh, the baked baker videos where I show you how to make a couple of different depression era recipes that don't need more than like two or three ingredients to make uh, cakes and pies and stuff. Nice. Yeah, I just got to get, I just have to actually Send me that information and I, or do a little (coughs) short video on it and I'll post it on our Facebook page. All right. I'll try to do that tomorrow. And Instagram and so. Hell yeah. Yeah. Shout out to everybody making this all easier on us all. (coughs) All the people hosting virtual hangouts and happy hours. And everybody, oh my God, I I keep getting text messages. And I sent out a few uh, myself. People just asking, how are you? Those are great. Uh... As as you were saying earlier, Ray, with yeah. the guy and who thought you were flirting with him, yeah, people are still <laughs> trying to hook up during the coronavirus. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I logged into Tinder for the first time in weeks, and they took down that uh, warning to social isolate because apparently now people are trying to, um, you know, they actually have to talk with one another and build a rapport. Yeah. You can't leave with the dick pic or meet me at the bar. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. I keep getting dick pics on Instagram that I did not ask for. Y'all stop that. On Instagram? Yes. You told me you were getting dick pics. I didn't think it was on Instagram. I thought it was like Snapchat. No. I, the only people on my Snapchat are a bunch of stoner, like, older teenagers and work friends. (laughs) Who I figured would send dick pics, but that's just me. Yeah, no, I don't, I, can, men, I know you guys are isolated and you're lonely and your dick is right there, but if you could not send it to unsuspecting women, that would be great. 
the men that you need to tell that to wouldn't <laughs> and those who would really take it to heart yeah the, like isolation is not the excuse they, they would send those anyway uh but according to yeah um according to okay cupid and tinder they're still receiving regular activity but it's now people needing to actually talk <laughs> so I know a lot of women on Tinder would prefer to meet in person. Like, hey, we matched up. You want to meet at a bar in our area? Right. But now dudes actually have to talk and they have to talk. So maybe people can actually develop personalities? Uh, you would hope. Also, Ray and I were talking the other day. And you said a multiple dudes have offered you face rides? Yes, out of nowhere. Could you not do that either, please? Jesus. And, 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 and I'm two beers in and I'm pretty drunk. And I can admit that the other day I had a dream about a female wrestler I had watched before I went to sleep. <laughs> and I was like, whistling in her valley. <laughs> That, that is kind of a, that is kind of a wrestling move. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen I that mean, done. It happens, no, no, it's whistling but... in the meadow and yodeling in the valley. Oh. I forgot my. Um... Oh, I've seen it done. No, you're not lying. But I, I mean, I understand that everybody's got to chill out, and it's got to be extra hard for extroverted people. I never go anywhere anyway. So this is kind of more the same for me, except for now I can't go to the grocery store without severe anxiety. Um, but yeah, if we could just, you know, build relationships, maybe learn a new right. hobby, not send your dick to women or offer them a ride on your face, especially if she doesn't know you. Ew. But, uh, uh, but you brought up something. I'm like, wait, I had this dream. What is it about being in isolation? And I've been in somewhat isolation, only working two days a week, but my essential ass got to go back to five days next week. <sighs> but uh, I'm like, what is it about isolation that all of a sudden <clears throat> triggers performing oral fetishes? I don't know. Is is it that all we do is eat? I think that's because it's got to be some kind of Freudian thing where we're all really <laughs> bored and stressed out. And so we revert back to babies because that's how babies and puppies figure out the world. They chew on shit. Or, or that, or that since we have to communicate and use our mouth, I don't know. We 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 miss using our mouth since we now we're typing. I don't know. Basically, we're all just fucked up and need to settle the hell down. Is, is calm the, the fuck down. Calm the fuck down, people. Pornhub is giving out free subscriptions or prescriptions if you really need it. Um, <laughs> Keep your dicks and your pants and your tongues in your mouth, people. I don't feel like I should have to say this in the middle of a pandemic, but here we are. Hi is just quiet. <laughs> uh, I was just trying not to laugh when, when you said it's extra hard for people right now. <laughs> Good one. That's where my brain is going. It's, it's striking all of us. <laughs> Metro UK reports twins born during, a during the pandemic named Corona and COVID. Uh, that should be fucking it's hard enough being a kid they already find something those poor kids are going to spend their entire life getting their asses beat and made fun of 
The parents of COVID and Corona hope the twins' names will serve as a reminder of the hardships they overcame as they were brought into the world during the pandemic. What hardships? They're kids. They ain't supposed to go outside. The babies can't go outside anyway. (laughs) They're they're not going to remember any of this shit. Did you remember anything from when you were like like an infant? This ain't Game of Thrones. They ain't ain't children of winter. What the fuck is... (laughs) Anyway... But the couple from the city of Raypore, oh, excuse that, my city of Raypore, say they might change their minds later and rename the children. Please, For the love of all things holy, fucking, what is wrong with people? They won't have to. The kids will. The kids will have their own names legally changed. All right. So I didn't read this article. Uh oh. The mother name is Prati Verma. And she told PTI, the delivery happened after facing several difficulties and therefore me and my husband wanted to make the day memorable. Bitch, you just had a baby. Right, she had two of them. How the fuck is that not memorable? No, she slid two children out of her fun canal. The B word was unnecessary. (laughs) I recognize that and I apologize. Although her husband is a dickhead. Um, Indeed, the virus is dangerous and life-threatening, but its outbreak made people focus on sanitation, hygiene, inculcate threatening. I don't know what the fuck that word means. Inculcate? I'm not Googling shit. I'm drunk. Another (laughs) habit. Thus, we thought about these names. When the hospital staff also started calling the babies Corona and COVID, we finally decided to name them after pan- the pandemic. What, what the I fuck is people. wrong with them? Why would they sign off on that? Don't don't encourage them. Right. Okay, by their names, they're either Indian or Pakistani. And I saw an article Indian. where Indian... I saw it in Indian, the, Yeah, they're Indian. Indian uh, police officers were riding around with... Helmets made to look like the coronavirus and chasing people in their house <laughs> on horses. Weren't they hitting you them with, weren't they hit with, with like batons and sticks and whatnot? Oh no, don't hit them. A few cut, co- but do chase them. It, India, Thailand, uh, I think parts of uh, Italy, they're just whooping people asses and making them go in the house. Okay, so I hate to be that guy, but. Um, that might be a little bit necessary in some cases because, like I said, some people are not taking it seriously. You know, like, be that guy. Yeah, I'm totally. Yeah, I could. No, people aren't I taking could, it seriously. I could see two kids in my alley outside my office window. They are not siblings. They're from two separate houses. They're out there playing basketball together. That's why our parks got shut down. Oh, the parks are still open because they're right in the middle of my neighborhood. So I, I can understand. From the kids' point of view, they are six feet apart, but guess what? They're both touching the basketball. Yeah. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Uh. According to the Huffington Post, wild goat gang takes over streets of UK town on coronavirus <laughs> lockdown. Like now, it's our time. <laughs> Bro. Nature will take back over as soon as we are not there for like 10 minutes. A herd of <laughs> wild goats is living it up in the deserted streets of Welsh seaside town of 
Londudno. I would probably eat one. Londudno. It's Wales. While residents stay indoors to limit the spread of coronavirus. It's Wales. The name is going to be some crazy shit with with apostrophes in it. Yeah, it's double L like yeah. Liam. Uh, generally, the herd of roughly 120 Kashmiri goats only ventured into town from the uh, nearby Great Orme headland during bad weather, the BBC reports. <laughs> However, the city cleared of people. The goats are out and about <coughs> town, nibbling on hedges and gardens. I would snatch one and eat it. I'm just saying. Goat is delicious. God damn. You got Jamaican in you? Anyway, <laughs> there keeps I saw a Rastafarian dude minister post that if you weed and and ginger cure coronavirus. Oh, that is a lie. People don't do that. Oh, and please don't use the fish tank cleaner. That that's a bad idea too. Please don't just swallow chlorine. Yeah. In any form. Ever for any reason. Unless your doctor says so and is standing there watching your ass. Anyway. Uh, they are curious, goats are, and I think they're wondering what's going on like everybody else. Town ca- town councilor Carol Maruby told the told BBC. Uh, she said locals were proud of the animals and had been enjoying the free entertainment from their windows. <laughs> There isn't anyone else around, so they probably just British TV is boring too. So they probably decided they may as well take over. Andrew Stewart, who works for the Manchester Evening News, has stepped up to the role of goat correspondent, <laughs> per his uh, Twitter bio, after a number of his photos and videos of the herd went viral. According to a lengthy thread started last week, Stewart said he originally called the police on the goats for running riot in the town, snacking on hedges and in the dark of night and not appearing to abide by any social distancing measures. <laughs> They're goats. They don't understand They're that concept. Goats. One tweet, uh, tweet read as his goat was like standing over a bush and tweeting, uh, eating it. He tweeted, uh, I for one welcomed our new goat overlord. <laughs> See that? By Tuesday, the goats appeared to have settled in and were continuing to provide entertainment for those in town and following them online. That's cute. Were you saying something, Ray? I was just saying, like, I... I wish it was like that here. We're not quite there, but I have noticed more lizards lately, like everywhere, because there's not a whole lot of people outside. So I was sitting on my patio the other day and I felt something and I looked down and there was a lizard leaning on my toe. It was so cute. But I would trade those for goats. Just saying, eat a couple. (laughs) Guys, you know me. Uh, I... There's not very many animals on this earth I probably wouldn't eat given half a chance. Moving along. <laughs> Before I get too drunk and like just fall asleep. <laughs> Yahoo News reports a New York dad refused to let his 21-year-old son back in their house after the spring breaker partied in Texas amid coronavirus spread. Good. Smart dad. Smart dad. 
a New York father refused to let his college-age son back in their Nanuet home after the student traveled to South Padre Island for spring break. Dumbass. Peter Levine, 51, told the New York Post that he tried to encourage his 21-year-old son, Matt, to come home early from the trip with no avail. Quote, I was aggravated. The news here was getting worse and worse, the elder Levine said. According to the 51-year-old father, he didn't want his son to enter their home because Matt's elderly grandmother lives in the house and he didn't want them to... Wow, I should read these articles first. Yeah, no, he uh, didn't want the kid to accidentally kill his grandmother, so he locked him out as he should have. Yeah, we heard about uh, Florida beach parties during spring break had a massive outbreak. I, didn't they reopen their beaches in some parts of Florida? Because they're... Here's the thing. Georgia and Florida's governors are big Trump supporters. And they did not want to do anything until Trump said so. Right. Well... And even then, they're doing the bare minimum. Also, they're they're both fucking morons. Here's the thing. Huge fucking morons. DeSantis and the other fucknut. Yeah. Well... You know, if it was only going to endanger his base, I'd be all for it. You know, like, if they were just going to kill themselves off. But at this point, they're endangering all of our lives by refusing to practice social distancing. And they should start charging people with attempted assault and battery or something when they're out like that. There's no reason for us to keep letting people congregate on beaches just because the president... Reckless endangerment. Yeah. Reckless endangerment. Anything. You know, like, how bad do you think it's going to get, honestly? Um, But Levine sent Matt and his friend back to their on-campus apartment and didn't even let them in to use the bathroom. Good. Good for them. Good. He gets dad of the year. Uh, Where are we time-wise? Oh, shit. We're at 120 minutes. Oh, how did we, we do that? I don't fucking know. So the he- the heater. Ah, the heater. Yeah, we had to cut out a part where my heater clicked on. Um, long story short, on this one, the Guardian reports an astrophysicist gets magnet stuck up his nose <laughs> while inventing a coronavirus device that will stop what you from hell? touching your face. <laughs> It's a whole thing. Somehow this fuck not had three <laughs> magnets in his nose. He couldn't get him out with needle nose pliers. He had to go to the hospital. It Dude, was fucking stupid. His significant what a other fucking was a genius. doctor and was standing there laughing at him as he used more magnets to try to get the other ones out. Oh my god. <laughs> and he looked like Sheldon Cooper from Big Bang Theory yes. too, so that didn't help. <laughs> Dude, I read that and I was like I am so glad he's okay, but if that wasn't the cutest thing I had seen all week, because scientists, while very smart, happen to also be very absent-minded, so I'm really surprised things like this don't happen more often. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. I'm gonna I'm gonna put magnets in my nose. What could go wrong? Well, he wasn't he wasn't trying to put them in his nose. He was trying to invent something that would make an alarm anytime someone got close to touching their face with their hands and he did eventually stick them on the nose yeah but i i I don't and it was all downhill from (laughs) yeah 
NBC News Channel 8 in Tampa reports, which means Florida, man. <laughs> a Florida man has taken an artistic approach to poke fun at the nationwide rush over buying toilet paper by hanging a giant replica of a toilet paper roll hung between two palm trees in his front yard. <laughs> I think the whole thing is crazy. The toilet paper phenomenon, Donald Ryan said. Ryan built the, the toilet paper replica himself. He spray painted the name of his arts and crafts business, Who Would Wonder, on it. That's pretty funny. That is funny. I had the police in the trees uh, all along because of I do Christmas decorations up there and Halloween and Easter and all kinds of things. So I put it to use. Ryan hopes people can find at least some humor in the situation. He says, quote, of course, it's the most important thing. You're going to you're going to laugh and you're going to drive yourself crazy. KY3, the place to be out of Springfield, Missouri reports. I find that name kind of fitting since Missouri is kind of the asshole of America. It is. I live there. Fuck that place. Yeah. So, of course, you need KY to enter it. (laughs) A baby was born in the toilet paper aisle of a Walmart at Sunshine and West Point Bypass. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, but that is just not the cleanest place to have a baby. (laughs) In a Walmart? No. no. I, I mean, I'm happy the baby is here and all, but my first thought when you said Walmart baby born was, oh, fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Speaking of the baby names, I would like to announce that me and my missus are expecting a baby in December now. Yes, Quarantina will be born in December. Stop. Quarantina, Quarantina. You know what's really fucked up is that I was joking with a coworker last week about some dumbass having a baby during all this and naming it after the virus, and then here are people who were given two children two chances to give them amazing names, and this is what they did with it. I'm so upset for those kids. Do you, they'll probably they're going to change the names. Do you know how hard it was growing up with my name, and it's a relatively normal name, just based on why I was named that. We've had this discussion. Yeah. My name is Elliot. I grew up in a housing project as a black kid named Elliot. Okay, other kids threw water on me and would scream, "The power of Christ compels!" When I was angry. Okay, I would actually enjoy that. I just get people pointing fingers at me every day going, Elliot. Like they're the first motherfucker to ever do it. Uh, at least. Hi, any name drama? Uh, give him a Did we lose Heisen? No, he'll be back in a second. Give him two, three, one. I like Bassett walked away. <laughs> like five minutes ago. <laughs> oh, God, there it goes. What happened? You want to tell us when you're leaving this show? I watched I him you, I leave. I thought you guys could see me. 
I I could see him. I watched him get up and walk away. I, 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 <laughs> no, I, I'm looking. I'm reading the articles. I'm not looking at your cameras that much. And yeah, I didn't you see didn't you guys. See you leave. He's been gone for a while. <laughs> Just don't mind me. No, now I feel bad that I didn't notice he was gone. <laughs> well, you were looking at your computer screen. I was looking at the camera because I like watching his face. He goes through like the whole like spectrum of emotions during shows. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I made High grab his whole face, like face palm, at least four times during the show. Uh, hey, Hi, we're doing the thing again where we uh, talk about our name drama. And you missed that uh, me and my uh, missus have our kid quarantined up being born in December. What? Quarantine. Uh, yeah, so, you know, Reagan says she had water thrown on her. I was named after Little up. Girl in the Exorcist, okay? The little possessed girl. The but that little girl Jesus. was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's well, what it, I was named after. At least it wasn't And I got soup. Elliot with Elliot. Or the president. I should be thankful for that. You, you got any name drama? Name issues? Yeah, hi. Um, just people not being able to pronounce it properly or, or asking me like, oh, where are you from? Here. How would they, How can they not pronounce that properly? They can say, like... I mispronounce it all the time. Thank you for listening to <laughs> Super Villains Podcast. At which point, hi, I am sorry. <laughs> what? Huh? You... You know, huh? What what happened? I I, I mispronounce your name a lot. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not cool. There there's there's more important things to, for me to get upset about than that. Well, like I would say hi sin, but it's hi san, and I should I should give your name the respect it deserves. People call me Regan. Re- Regan. I get Eliot. Regan. I'm like, how the fuck you get Eliot? How in the hell do you? How, how they, they're just fucking with you. How There's, do you screw up Elliot? Th- how do you screw up Reagan? Oh, and don't ask motherfuckers to spell my name on a coffee cup or some shit. I have never seen my name spelled on anything except for the book that I was named after, and that was a whole terrifying experience trying to read that. I'm reading it now. It's awesome. Oh, I love it. Well, because that's not your name. Like, if your name is Reagan and you had to read all that shit Reagan was doing, it would be kind of disturbing. I got my sister to name my niece Ileana after my favorite comic book character, Ileana Nikolovina Rasputina, the X-Men known as Magic, who uh, at the age of four fell into a hole and spent the next 10 years of her life in in this place between hell and earth, being abused by demons until she eventually learned magic and took it over. That's sweet that she did that. So imagine being her. Well, no one's going to know that unless she told them. And that's just one part of her story. A small part. She's Colossus's little sister. The parents, in my case, were telling their kids, oh, do you know what that name comes from? Otherwise, these kids would not have known. Bastard parents. Holy shit. That's just mean. I know. I hate people. Parents, stop breaking your children. Thanks for listening. Peace and be safe. Seriously, be safe. Wash your fucking hands. Be kind.